The Dallas Stars have started their season off on the right foot with a monumental 4-1 win over their rivals, the Nashville Predators, on the road. This was a fantastic game. We're going to break it all down on today's episode. We're going to talk about Mason Marchment and the impact he made in his Dallas Stars debut. We got to give out our Dallas Star of the Game to one of the youngest players on the team. And then to close out, we'll talk about why this game was such a success for the Stars and how they can replicate this, not just in the next game, but throughout the entire season. All of this and more on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked on Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Dallas Stars media, coming to you on this Friday, October 14th. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline.net is where the game starts. Whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener of the show, thank you for stopping by and for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. We are trying to reach 1,000 subscribers by the end of 2022, so you can help us out. Just hit the subscribe button. It's absolutely free and helps us out a ton. You can also find and follow us on your favorite podcasting platform, free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. You can also follow us on social media at Locked on Stars on Instagram and Twitter and my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. But without any further hesitation, let's jump into the goodness that was last night's game. The Stars first game of the season on the road in Music City, USA against their rivals, the Predators, and it was all stars from the get go. And a big part of that was One of the newest faces of the team, a guy that we've been talking about all preseason. He had a fantastic training camp and was one of the best players on the team in many of the Stars' preseason matches, at least that he played in. And I'm, of course, talking about Mason Marchment, who the Stars picked up during the offseason, free agency. He played with the Florida Panthers last year, had kind of his breakout season with the Cats, but was a little bit under the radar just because there were several other star players on that squad, getting a little bit more of the spotlight and the attention. But now it seems like Mason Marchment has come to Texas looking to claim the spotlight for himself. Uh, And the preseason for him was just his preamble. I mean, if this game was any indication, this guy is going to be special for this Stars team for maybe years to come, but especially this season. He looks absolutely deadly. You look at his first goal of the game, the first Dallas Stars goal of the season. Mason Marchment does his best 
Connor McDavid impression through the neutral zone. Really impressive work to get by the Predators defense there, using his size and his speed to break free. He gets a one-on-one with UC Soros, and he wins that one-on-one matchup. It's, It's absolutely beautiful. If you haven't seen it, go find it. It's on the NHL's website. It's all over Twitter. One of the best goals that we saw last night from Mason Marchment. But that's not all he did. Uh, Later in the game, he gets his second goal of uh, the matchup off a really nice feed from Nils Lundqvist on the Stars' power play. And a nice addition there is you have Nils Lundqvist, also a newcomer on the team, making an impact in game one. And you go back and look at that goal, it would have been very easy for Lundqvist to take the shot in the position he was in down there near the crease with Marchment. He had a potential opportunity to score on UC Saros, but he makes the unselfish play and he hits Marchment because he knows that Mason Marchment has a better look at the back of the net. So he makes that extra pass and Marchment capitalizes on it and the Stars go up 2-0, to zero, which was massive for the Stars' momentum and absolutely massive for the Stars' special teams, which had a fantastic night. The power play executing twice to get a goal and the penalty kill uh, going 5-for-5 five five on the evening. But Mason Marchment, a huge part of why the Stars were successful in this game. I mean, he's come to this team and provided what has been needed with this team for who, I mean, you you could go back years and say the Stars are in desperate need of secondary scoring. A guy who maybe isn't the superstar on the team, not the captain of the team, but a guy who's going to come in and play hard minutes night in and night out and find ways to put the team in a position to win. And Mason Marchment has done that from the second his skates have hit the ice with the Stars. I mean, he's providing that secondary scoring. I mean, we would have killed for a performance like that consistently all last season. I mean, it seemed like outside of that top line, we just couldn't find a guy who could play the way Marchment played last night. And of course, this is only one game into the regular season. We probably won't see two goal games from Marchment throughout the entire season. But I imagine that if the preseason in this game is any indication that the effort and the intensity is going to be there from him all season long. And it's not just on the offensive end. This is a guy using his body, using his speed and size to his advantage in all aspects of the game using it on the defensive side of the ice to help generate the movement to get the puck into the offensive zone and set himself up for a scoring opportunity. And even despite the Predators trying to knock him out, trying to knock him in the head and making him go down the the tunnel to be checked out for concussion protocol, which thankfully no concussion as he did come back on on the ice to finish the game, he's just not that easy to beat. And I don't think that was necessarily the intent behind it, but certainly a play that warranted a penalty, maybe even a major penalty, not just a two minute minor penalty. I digress. Nothing new. The referees don't want to give the stars, the penalties that they deserve. Uh, but still at least something was given there. And, uh, you know, Marchment is a guy that I feel like is going to have a lot of teams frustrated this season. It seems like he's a, a pretty good chirper out there from what we can see, or at least just good at getting in people's heads. Uh, and I think that that's something that he can use to his advantage and something that will be very valuable to this team as the season goes on. But you just have to leave last night's game thinking it seems like the secondary scoring has finally arrived because the top line hasn't gone anywhere. We're going to talk about them a little bit later in the show. So we know what we have with Hintz, Robertson, Pavelski. But now the question was, can we have people contribute in big games? This is a big game, the first one of the season. Can we have people contribute in these big spots to help score for the Stars? And it seems through one game that the answer is a resounding yes. 
We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we are going to give out the star of the game to another player who's new to the team, who was very impressive in his Dallas Stars and NHL debut. Today's episode of Locked On Stars is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. You can find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcast, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. If you are a around-the-clock Dallas sports fan, you know that there is a big matchup this week in the Dallas Cowboys traveling to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. The Eagles currently favored in that game at minus 260 on the money line right now on betonline.net. The Dallas Stars at plus 220 on the money line. You can bet on the NFL. You can bet on the MLB postseason, the NHL regular season. The NBA is just around the corner. You want to lay down a bet on Luka Doncic to win the MVP? You can do it at BetOnline. You can head to their website right now or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action happening around the sports world. BetOnline.net is where the game starts. All right, we're moving on. Thank you again for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day and every day. What a great day to be a Dallas Stars fan. 1-0 and and on the season. And now it's time to award uh, the star of the game, something that I will look to do at the end of every game. Definitely after wins, if it's an ugly loss and it's hard to find a star, maybe not, but I'm going to do my best to assign a star of the game after every Dallas Stars matchup this season. And this one very very well could have gone to Mason Marchment. Uh, And maybe in some ways he should get at least some credit for this. But I imagine that we will see more games like this from him uh, you know, several throughout the season. And maybe he'll get the hat trick at some point this season. That would be really cool. But this game had a little bit of everything, so it's a little bit hard for me to assign the star. But at the same time, not really that difficult because it had a little bit of everything, including some history. 19-year-old NHL rookie Wyatt Johnston scores his first career NHL goal last night in Nashville off of a really sick one-timer goal on a nice feed from his teammate Tyler Sagan on the power play. Johnston is the youngest player in Stars franchise history to score in his NHL debut. An absolute stud standout in the OHL last season with the Windsor Spitfires. 124 points in the regular season. He grinds and works his tail off in the offseason. He has a great training camp, has a really impressive preseason. He cracks the NHL roster, makes the team, and now he's set for this nine-game tryout before the coaching staff has to decide, do we want to hold on to him or do we want to send him back to the Spitfires for at least one more go-around with them? And it seems like after last night, he's starting to take steps in the direction of staying with the NHL club, which is Great news. Absolutely exciting to see. And the goal from him last night is just so fun to watch. I went back and rewatched it after the game several times. I mean, just such an impressive play. I mean, he knew exactly where to be 
on the ice. You watch him go from the right side, uh, and then he sees as the puck is coming that way, he starts to slowly move in the slot, moving to the left side and setting up perfectly for a wide open look at the net. And then, of course, Tyler Sagan, being the veteran that he is, knows that he's going to have a teammate there. I mean, that's a veteran move from Johnston to be in that position. I mean, you look at that and you don't know who that is. You think, oh, I mean, I'm a casual NHL fan or I'm a fan of another team, but I see this highlight. Don't know who Wyatt Johnston is. Maybe you suppose he's just a veteran who's been buried in the AHL for a little bit. But no, it's a 19-year-old kid making a really smart move on the power play to set himself up for one of the easiest looks that you're going to get in the NHL. And he absolutely buries the one-timer. And of course, uh, the shot of his parents reacting to the goal, getting to see them in attendance is so awesome. Uh, I mean, you just watch that stuff over and over. You see it all season long with guys making their NHL debuts. You see parents and you see family in the crowd at a lot of those games, and you get to watch their reactions as their you know, siblings, uh, sons get their first goal of their NHL career. Such a cool moment. I mean, that's what hockey is all about at the end of the day is moments like that, getting to celebrate people for their achievements. Johnston, still a long ways to go in his hockey career, but at least in the NHL side, it is off to a very promising start. Such a good game from him and such an exciting sequence and Hopefully, this is a sign of things to come over the next handful of games as he continues to compete to stay with the Stars this season. And I just think it speaks volumes to the amount of people in this organization that speak highly of Johnston, but then you can also just you can see how much trust and respect and admiration there is for this kid throughout the organization, even non-verbally. You can see it from the coaching staff to give him two and a half minutes of power play minutes in his NHL debut, I think shows a lot of how much this coaching staff likes him and trusts him to go out there and be smart and make good plays and make the right plays and set himself or his teammates up for success. Uh, I mean, I think he only had a little bit over 13 minutes time on ice total, but that's to be expected playing in the bottom six in your debut. Not as many minutes as some other guys on the team, but I think he made the most of the minutes that he had. Not quite as active in the shot on goals department, but when he did take his shot, it did count big time for his team. And I, I just think even the guys on the roster, you have guys like Jamie Benn, who is sharing a line with Johnston as of right now. Jamie Benn specifically saying leading up to the start of the season that he wants to play with Wyatt Johnston. I mean, this is the captain of an NHL team, a guy who has been a captain for several years, a former Art Ross Trophy winner, asking to play with a 19-year-old kid. I think that speaks volumes to how talented Johnston is and how much he's impressed his teammates throughout camp. And you can even just see by the way they celebrated with him after the goal, how excited they were to see him reach this monumental achievement. And so, White Johnston, we've been talking about him for a long time on this show, talking about his performances with the Spitfires, talking about him over the summer. Will he make the roster? Will he go back to his junior club for a season? And he, it seems like he's finally arrived. It seems like he's ready for the moment. And, and there's almost part of me that somehow, if they, uh, maybe they'll announce every single player since it's opening night. Not entirely sure how they're going to do it, but I just know uh, that the building, the AAC on Saturday night is going to be loud. It's going to be rocking anyways. But if they announce some of these names like Johnston, uh, pregame, or even Mason Marchment, I mean, this building is going to go nuts for these guys. Just watching the reaction on social media, everyone is happy. 
for this kid. I mean, there's a lot of talk about some of the other young players making, you know, their debuts this season or, you know, they're early in their NHL careers, whether it's McTavish in Anaheim, it's Owen Power in Buffalo, it's Beneers in Seattle. Wyatt Johnston seems like he's kind of hidden under the radar under some of these other big profile names. But I think that he's just as, if not more talented than some of these other players. Not going to outright say that he's more talented than those guys at this time, but I think he certainly is at a place where he can at least play near or at the same level as them, which, again, speaks a lot to the kind of guy that he is. A guy that, you know, fell to the stars in the 2021 draft, picking at 18th overall. And so maybe it seems like a real steal. And then, of course, later on, you have a guy uh, like Logan Stankoven who will eventually get to be in the fold, as well as guys like Maverick Bork. And uh, just another testament to how well uh, the Stars have drafted over the past handful of years. But my star of the game, 19-year-old Wyatt Johnston, scoring in his NHL debut. Harder to have a better first game in the NHL than that. And hopefully he's able to continue to build off of it and have a good run with the Stars, whether it's nine games or the entire season. All right, let's close this thing out. Just continuing to gush about this team and gush about these players last night. Such an impressive team effort. A great team performance all around for the Stars last night. We've talked about Mason Marchment. We've talked about Wyatt Johnston. There are so many players who deserve props from last night's game. And that's kind of what I what I want to do here, uh, here in the final minutes of the show, kind of in this last segment that we have built in. It's just kind of highlight guys that did really well and made big plays uh, and really made an impact on the ice for this Stars team last night, just because I don't have you know, 18 segments to talk about 18 guys on this roster, but there are people who need to be talked about and guys that we need to be excited for based on this one game with the, you know, potential of what could be to come this season. Of course, we got to start off in the net, Jake Ottinger picking up where he left off from last year's playoffs, having a great start to the season. He saves 30 shots, 31 shots on goal. He saves 12 power play shots that were shot at him. So he goes 12 for 12 on saves while on the opposing team, the Predators on the power play. And really, if you look at the one goal he gave up, I think that's more a testament to a good play from the Predators. That's a sappy move from Ryan Johansson to get that lone goal for the Predators. Uh, and of course, it wasn't a detrimental goal. The Stars were up 4-0 to zero at the time that that goes in the back of the net. It's in the middle of the third period. Still not something you want to give up, but I mean, Jake Ottinger was very close to pitching a shutout in his first game of the season on the road in a hostile environment. So an absolutely stunning performance from Jake Ottinger. Uh, and like I said yesterday, that he was going to be under a microscope. People are going to say, was that seven-game series against the Flames a fluke? Or is Jake Ottinger for real? And people watching last night, they saw that Jake Ottinger, the same old guy, the same kid that has worked hard and has prepared himself for this moment to be the number one goalie, and he starts off his season with a big win. Obviously, the scoring from the Stars was impressive. The play of Johnston and Marchment was huge for this team, but also huge on the other end is the goaltending and the defense as well, only allowing one goal for the opposition. Uh, and we'll get, highlight the defense a little bit later on. But I also want to highlight Tyler Sagan, who had three assists on the evening. Uh, and it's encouraging. It's not goal scoring, but he's finding ways to contribute, which is what we've been asking for. Tyler Sagan uh, has been a hot topic this offseason, being 
essentially the highest paid player in the NHL, uh, at least, you know, this year by AAV. I know a few guys next year will overtake that spot like Nathan McKinnon, but Tyler Sagan and even Jamie Benn, they've been drawing a lot of heat this offseason, been under a lot of scrutiny saying, you guys got to find ways to contribute. You're making way too much money to not be putting up these big numbers. And this is only the first game of the season, but three assists for Tyler Sagan, was great. It just looked like he had that extra bounce in his step. It, this looked more like the younger vintage type of Tyler Sagan that we've see, we have we saw you know four or five years ago. Uh, and I think it's just great to see. I think that's a testament to having a more normal offseason, not having to recover from any sort of major surgery or coming back from any kind of major injury, getting to have a more normal offseason, a more normal training camp and preseason. And he was just flying out there on the ice. Certainly doesn't have the speed that he once had, but still moving well and still positioning himself greatly to set up his teammates for success. So if we see more of that all season, if Tyler Sagan racks up a ton of assists and still scores goals every now and then, but gets into that 75-80 point range, playing on the second line alongside Mason Marchment, I think the Stars fans should be happy with that. I think we should be very pleased with what we saw from Sagan last night in the first game of the year. Very, very good to see from Tyler Sagan contributing all over the ice, especially offensively. And speaking of the offense, I cannot talk about this game without addressing the Stars' top line. The top line is officially back. Jason Robertson re-signs a few days ago, or really, you know, 10 or so days ago with this team. Doesn't play in the preseason, doesn't get a ton of training camp reps, but he's out there with the team on opening night on the road, and he finds a way to contribute. Joe Pavelski kicks off his 17th season in the NHL with the goal and of course, the assist coming from Rope Hintz and Jason Robertson. So each of them with 1.2 start the season. And I mean, it was just a classic top line play with Joe Pavelski crowding around the crease, one of his favorite places to be on the ice. Rope Hintz takes a shot that misses the target, but then Joe Pavelski's right there to pick up the scraps and bury the puck. Uh, just something that we're used to seeing from those three all of last season. It looks like we're going to get even more of it this season, uh, which is very encouraging to see, especially when you mix in the threats offensively that are below them. Seems like the offense might actually come to fruition this season, both at even strength and also on the power play. And then we talked about Jake Ottinger earlier, said I wanted to highlight the defense. It's a little bit harder to sometimes give them credit because it's harder to look at the stat sheet and see how well they did. But if you go back and watch, you know, whether it's condensed highlights of the game or I imagine many of you watched the game, there were several instances where the Predators had breakaway opportunities or good looks at the net, or they would have been good looks at the net had the Stars defenseman not made some really good plays to disrupt the offensive flow. There were several times throughout the game where the Predators just could not find a consistent flow with the puck. Even if they were able to get into their own zone, I think the Stars did a really good job of you know, being disciplined and approaching them and being physical disrupting passing lanes, using their sticks well. Of course, they did draw a few penalties in the game, but overall was very impressed with the defensive performance, and I think that that helped to make Jake Ottinger's job a little bit easier, although he still faced 31 shots on the evening. The defense definitely deserves a ton of credit uh, with this win. I know Miro Haskinen doesn't record a point, but he still looked pretty good moving on the ice like Miro always does, and it was just a big game all around. A great team effort across the board, which... I'm glad that that's my biggest takeaway, and hopefully this isn't just a one-off game, a flash-in-the-pan type game. This is the kind of game we need to see from this team 
every single night. They need to play together and give their teammates, you know, if you look at the individuals, give your teammates opportunities to make a play. That's what Nils Lundqvist did on that power play goal for Mason Marchman. He gave his teammate an opportunity to make a play, and he executed. Rope Hintz probably took that shot knowing it wasn't going to go in, but he knew that Joe Pavelski was right there, and if he missed his shot, there was a really good chance that Pavs was going to bury that puck, and that's exactly what he did. It looks like that there's a good amount of chemistry and trust already established with this team, and it needs to continue. It needs to continue to roll on throughout the season, and if that happens, the Stars are going to be a very good team this season, and they can string together quite a few wins, and it's going to be a drastic change from last year. I feel like last season, the team was reliant on way too many individuals to make big plays and leaving a lot of the other guys to just kind of meddle around and not do a lot. But if last night was any indication, it seems like this year there's a ton more responsibility being taken all across the roster. Guys looking to do their part in order to make this team as good as it can be. Props to Coach Pete DeBoer and his coaching staff for coming in with a good game plan and coaching a really good game and putting this team in a position to score four goals in the first game of the season. The Dallas Stars, who struggle to score pucks, who struggle to score goals, scoring four goals on the road of all places in Bridgestone Arena, one of the more intense atmospheres in the NHL, especially in the Central Division, especially when the Stars are in town. I mean, who could have guessed that we were going to see four goals from this team last night while only allowing one? I just could not have predicted that and was very impressed with how the game was coached and the composure that the Stars had in this game. None of it seemed too overwhelming, and this is a you know veteran-heavy team. But even a lot of the younger guys seemed really composed. They weren't prisoners of the moment, and they just played free. They played loose, and all around, it was a great game for the first game of the season. I went in thinking that there could you know be some really nagging negatives in this game or some things that looked really bad, and while the game wasn't perfect, there were some mistakes made. I think there are things that you know are small, they're minor, they happen, and they can be addressed you know, and team meetings and practices, and they can be worked on and improved upon throughout the rest of the season as this team continues to get better. And, you know, that's just how teams win in this league. You look at how deep the avalanche were and how many guys were contributing last year. Teams like the Lightning over the past two seasons, see how deep their rosters go. It's not just their top three or four players contributing and scoring. It's a little bit of everybody. It's everybody pitching in to do their part. And if last night was any indication, that's what the Stars are going to do this year. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for tuning in and for making us your first listen of the day. Hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Help us reach 1,000 subscribers by the end of 2022. You can also find and follow us on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you do feel so inclined, leave us a five-star rating or review. It helps the show out a ton. You can also find and follow us on social media at Locked on Stars on Instagram and Twitter and my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. We'll be back here on Monday with a post-game reaction for Saturday night's matchup at home at the AAC against the Nashville Predators. I'll be at that game, and then I'll probably come home that night and record on Saturday, but then you guys will see that recording on Monday morning. We'll talk about that game and then get ready for the Winnipeg Jets coming to town. Rick Bonus is coming back to Dallas for the Stars' third game of the season. Feels incredibly early, but always a fun storyline. And, and all four games between the Jets and the Stars last year uh, were absolute bangers. And so hopefully we get another all-time classic on Monday night. But we got to take care of the Nashville Predators first. We'll talk about that. We'll preview the Jets game as well on Monday. Be sure to come back here on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform to check it out. But I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend and we'll see you back here on Monday. 